At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Friday, April 7th edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Plenty of great stuff going on over at VEASAN.com for you to check out my daily article Monday through Saturday. We got plenty of podcast content for you. Hardwood Handicappers with Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. Our VEASAN Hockey Podcast with Danny Burke and Andy McNeil. Josh Applebaum's daily stuff. Plenty of coverage over there at the website of the NFL Draft. We've got the NBA playoffs rapidly approaching. NHL playoffs coming up here soon as well. Zach Cohen, my partner in crime, doing NBA and MLB player prop stuff. Also, he's covering for me on Sundays uh, when I get a little bit of a breather from the Major League Baseball season. So head over to vcin.com slash subscribe. You can check out the introductory offer, just $9.99 to get all of our content here with that initial offer. And, you know, look, I definitely think it's worth the price of admission. We got a lot of great betting tools over there as well that are behind the paywall that you can check out. Hey, just give us a shot for a month. See what you think. See if you decide to re-up after that, but you know, no commitment required to go ahead and check out that introductory offer over at vcin.com. As far as this podcast goes, vcin Daily Baseball Bets, rate, review, subscribe. Wherever you get your podcast content, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, I don't even know what else is out there these days, but there are plenty of places to get our vcin podcasts, including my Daily Baseball one. So I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard here so far. And, you know, hey, throw us a five-star review. We certainly appreciate those. Uh, just pretend I'm sending you virtual hugs or something uh, for giving me a five-star review here for the show. But lots of stuff to get to. A couple of things I want to mention off the top, though. Uh, first, you may have noticed I start every show the same with the hello again. once or Hello once again, everybody. Uh, that was my sign-on when I was doing a daily show for bangthebook.com and also when I was doing my twice-a-week betters box podcast. Some of you may be carryover listeners from that, actually, and I certainly appreciate all of you. Uh, but for those that are new, you may be wondering, why does every episode start the same? Uh, well, I'm kind of a creature of habit, we'll say, uh, but that was kind of my sign-on 
for my shows over at Bang the Book as well as ATS Radio and then my MLB podcast, The Better's Box. So figure I'd just carry it over. I don't know. It seems like a natural way uh, to start off the show here. But one thing I do want to mention is, uh, you know, speaking of the past, it is the home opener today uh, in Cleveland between the Guardians and the Mariners. And I believe my streak ended at 16 straight of these. Uh, we didn't, my wife and I didn't go in 2019. And then, of course, you know, we had COVID in 2020. Uh, in fact, I actually made my way back there last year for the home opener. Happened to be in town uh, with something unrelated. It just so happened to be the home opener thanks to the lockout. Uh, pushing back the start of the season, but it's it's definitely a bittersweet day. You know, I mean, the the home opener in every city is is very much like a holiday. Bittersweet not to be back there with all my friends hanging out on the home run porch, drinking a couple of pops. Uh, it's seventy seven for a high here in Vegas today. It's going to be forty two in Cleveland during the game, so I uh, I certainly don't miss that. But you know, my my whole point here in saying this is, you know, if you're lucky enough to live in a city with a major league baseball team. And right now I live in Vegas and we'll probably have one over the next few years. Not that I'll you know have extreme ties to them or anything like that. But if you're fortunate enough to live in a city with a baseball team, go to some games, go with the boys, go with the girls, go with your group of friends, take the kids, take the wife, take the husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, friend with benefits, whatever the case may be, get out there and check out some baseball games. It's, you know, it's a hell of a time. It's a great time. It's an excuse to just get out and do something especially when we get to the warmer summer months, which some of those summer nights there in Cleveland are, are some of the best memories that I have with my friends being at some of those baseball games and, you know, sitting through rain delays and all that kind of stuff. So uh, just waxing poetic a little bit here today uh, with it being the home opener. And, um, you know, I know I got a, a couple of buddies that listen to the show and shout out to them. Love you guys. Miss you guys. Hopefully I'll see you soon. Uh, but, you know, if you do get the chance and you live in a city, hell, even if it's a minor league game, you know, go uh, go support those teams, go support those players, go check out uh, some major leagues, some minor leagues, some independent league baseball. I know the, the Savannah Bananas are making a tour around the country this season, which should be a whole lot of fun as they take on the party animals. Um, yeah, it's gimmicky baseball, but you know what? Uh, life is short. Have fun with it. But yeah, for major league baseball, you know, and also I'm kind of curious, you know, hit me up with some feedback on Twitter at skating tripods. Let me know what it's like to go to a game in the pitch clock era, because I know a lot of people are very excited about the quick pace of games. And, you know, it's great. I mean, there's less downtime when you're sitting at home, but also you, know, you get in line for a beer and all of a sudden you miss three innings. So I uh, just kind of curious how that all plays out. Should be getting to a game here shortly. So you know, just wondering how everybody's experience has been. Something I want to talk about here today, and, and in large part because it kind of impacts one of the plays that I have, actually the only play I have uh, in the daily article today, I want to talk about something that's more bankroll management related than anything else, but this is really, really important. You know, if you listen to VSIN content, whether it's podcasts on air, if you listen to podcasts or read content in other places as well, you always hear people talking about, you know, getting the best of the number. Try to get the best of the number. The reality of it is the best of the number may only be up for 45 seconds before somebody scoops it and the book realizes, okay, we hung a bad number. My advice to everybody is always to try and get the best number that you can. You know, don't settle for the absolute worst number that's out there. And there are people that do that. You know, they they don't shop around for the best odds. I think I talked about this on a previous podcast, maybe early on in the season with the, the betting tips article about, or the excuse me, the betting tips recording about 
you know, how baseball is a money line sport, how it's different from spread betting, stuff like that. But, you know, if if you like a pair of jeans, right, I wear Lucky Brand jeans, so let's go with that. If you like Lucky Brand jeans and you can find them for $39.99 a pair instead of $49.99 a pair, where are you going to buy them? Same exact jeans, same cut, same wash, same size, everything. What are you going to do? You're going to pay 10 bucks more? No, you're not. So don't do that with your bets either. And it could very well be a difference of 10 bucks, depending on what your unit size is and how much you're betting. But I wanted to talk about this concept here that I think is really, really important. A lot of sports books out there in the legal U.S. sports betting landscape have what we call 20 cent lines. So a 20 cent line would be, let's say you got a favorite that's minus 130. With a 20 cent line, the underdog will be plus 110. Then you also have books that have 10 cent lines, where if the favorite is minus 130, the dog might be plus 120. Or maybe the favorite is minus 125 and the dog is plus 115, something like that. So there are some books out there that are 10 cent lines on baseball, and there are some books out there that are 20 cent lines. And some of the more prominent books are the 20 cent line books. If you're going to seriously bet on sports, if, if you're trying to use this as a supplement to your income, uh, if you want this to one day be your full-time job, which is a remarkably difficult position to get in, but it is possible. There are people out there that do it. Or if you're just really serious about the industry and, and you know your win rate and, and trying to improve your bottom line, you want to set yourself up for as much success as possible And that means having an account at one of these 10 or at least 15 cent books that are out there. You know, just looking, for example, here on the odds screen that I'm checking out. So for the Seattle and Cleveland game, not a game that I'm on, but a game that I did look very, very hard at and actually have a decent lean towards Seattle. No offense to my Cleveland people back home on the the home opener. But at DraftKings, for example, you've got the Guardians at minus 130 and the Mariners at plus 110. Over at WinBet, you have the Guardians at minus 125 and the Mariners at plus 115. So you're getting five cents better on the price, regardless of which team you want to bet in that game. And that's the difference between a 10 cent line and a 20 cent line. And when you talk about your bottom line, when you talk about bankroll management, those things matter. You know, I talked about it, I think, on the on the betting tips show where you know your break-even percentage at minus 110 is 52.38%. Your break-even percentage at minus 120 is 53.49%. So the difference in 10 cents of juice in terms of your break-even rate is getting one more bet correct for every 100 bets that you make if you're laying minus 120 as opposed to minus 110. Is that, does that sound significant? No, probably not. But in the grand scheme of things, as you make a lot more bets, and especially you know if you're getting bad numbers every time as opposed to just every now and then, that's really going to add up. So the difference between a 10-cent line and a 20-cent line is quite significant in a lot of ways. And again, for the article, look, we're owned by DraftKings. I'm citing DraftKings odds. My tracking sheet is with DraftKings lines. But I, I do tell you in there, you know, shop around for the best price that you can find. It's very, very important, especially if you want to take this seriously. Hell, even if you're just having fun with it, 
you know, you still want to be smart with your money. You know, and I know that a lot of people are just kind of lining up betting, you know, same game parlays or money line parlays or player props, stuff like that. I totally get that. That's not me. That's not really what this show is going to be about. So I apologize if, you know, this this isn't really your cup of tea. But for those that are just, you know, kind of making the straight bets, you know, look around and, and make sure you're shopping around for the best prices. You know, there are some books that, you know, for the first five, maybe their default juice on a, on a first five total is minus 115 both ways. Again, that forces you to be correct more often the more juice that you're paying. And if you're good at this, that's awesome. But there will be swings. There will be variants. There will be times where you're not good at this. Hell, I've had plenty of them. I'm a very streaky, for whatever reason, um, you know, handicapper and better. So just make sure that you're doing what you can to try and find the best prices. Make sure your money goes as far as it possibly can by not taking minus 130 if minus 125 is out there, by trying to make sure that you're aligned with a 10-cent book or you know a 15 cent book uh, at a minimum in terms of you know betting on baseball betting on hockey betting on these money line sports stuff like that it is a really really important thing for you to keep in mind so let's talk a little bit about this friday card here with some of the the nuts and bolts and the mechanics of the industry uh kind of in the rearview mirror i guess to a degree uh some interesting line movement here today that i want to talk about for a minute seeing money come in on brandon woodruff of the Brewers against Jack Flaherty, seeing money come in on Clayton Kershaw against Madison Bumgartner and the Diamondbacks, seeing money come in on, um, where's the one I'm looking at here? I don't know. There's so many games, right? There's just way too many games in Major League Baseball. Uh, seeing some money come in on the over in this Nationals and Rockies game. You know, just because money's coming in on a game doesn't always mean it's a super sharp position. I think that's kind of a misnomer out here in the business. On the other thing is that, you know, when you look up and down the card, and I've talked about this already, aces generally get bet up. And guys that are faded often pretty much get blindly bet against. Madison Bumgarner at this point is a guy getting blindly bet against. Jordan Lyles is a guy getting blindly bet against. And that happened yesterday. We saw that uh, in the Royals and Blue Jays game. We see Bumgarner getting bet against here in this Dodgers and Diamondbacks game, there are guys that the market just does not like. Brad Keller is another one. Uh, we've seen, that was the other one that I was trying to find here. We've seen significant movement on the Giants in this game. Even out here in Vegas, I mean, we've seen a 35-cent move at the South Point on the Giants. We've seen upwards of a 40-cent move on the Giants at Westgate. We've seen, you know, basically a 40 to 50-cent move at DraftKings on the Giants here. Yeah, try to understand that there are just pitchers that the market will bet against with regularity or bet on with regularity. So again, talking about bankroll management stuff, if you can start isolating who those guys are, you can go the night before, bet on or against, you know, whatever the case may be, on that on or against that starting pitcher, get yourself some line value, then decide what exactly you want to do with the game. Another thing here, the White Sox and the Pirates, right? The White Sox are facing a left-handed starter in Rich Hill. For the last five years, it feels like, the White Sox have taken money almost every time against a left-handed pitcher. The only exception is when they face like a left-handed superstar type guy. You know, and, and really there aren't a ton of like 
dominant left-handed starters in Major League Baseball right now. Think about a guy like Carlos Rodon, for example, for the Yankees, right? If the White Sox and the Yankees ever play and Rodon's on the mound, you're probably not seeing that White Sox blind move of 15 to 20 cents against a lefty. But anytime they face an average or below average lefty, you damn well know there's a line move coming on the White Sox. And that did happen today where we saw the White Sox kind of go up 10 to 15 cents or so at some shops. The line is kind of leveled off a little bit now. And, and truth be told, I did think about taking the Pirates in that game and Rich Hill, but uh, Rich Hill, the, the stuff quality was not very good in his first start. And of course, the guy's 43 years old, too. So at some point, like the wheels are going to kind of fall off here a little bit. Um, maybe he doesn't pitch well in this start. Did think about it. But I wrote about some stuff over in my daily article at vsin.com that I want to bring your attention to. And it will feed into the play that I have for today. But, you know, we saw some interesting usage changes for some guys. Logan Gilbert being one of them in that Mariners and Guardians game that I, I seem to keep going back to here. But Logan Gilbert is a guy that throws a lot of fastballs. A lot of fastballs. And I typically don't love fastball-heavy starters because fastballs tend to get hit the hardest and also have the lowest swing and miss rates. So a guy like Logan Gilbert throws a lot of fastballs. You know, sometimes I get a little bit concerned with that, especially when we roll around to the summer months when the ball's actually carrying. But in his first start against Cleveland, increased slider and curveball usage. If that's a sustainable trend and not just a matchup-based thing where he's going against Cleveland and, you know, the, the Guardians are just a tough lineup to face all the way around. If all of a sudden Gilbert's going to throw more sliders and curveballs at the expense of fastballs, he's going to get more swing and miss. He's going to lower his exit velocity. He's probably going to give up fewer home runs. So even though I don't have bets in some of these games early on in the year, these are the types of things that I'm looking at. I'm looking to see if there are pitchers that are actively making changes to their arsenals, and Logan Gilbert is one of them. And if that's something that's going to be you know, a continuation as the season goes along here, all of a sudden, that's a guy that I'm really going to take a close look at, really going to dive deep into and, and probably try to find reasons to bet on him in, in a lot of his games. The other thing is looking at spin rates. Now, I don't want to dive too deep here because I'll wind up running way too long with the podcast, but spin rates are important because the tighter the spin on the ball, the more it moves and also the more late movement it's going to have because that spin kind of, you know, to some degree, not to get super scientific about all of it, but to some degree, the spin kind of deflects some of the resistance on the baseball, right? So it winds up allowing it to move even more. Also, spin rates are a good indicator of injury. If you've got a drop in spin rate, especially if it coincides with a drop in velocity, that guy's probably hurt. That's a guy I'm sure as hell not betting on and probably looking to bet against. However, spin rate increases like what we've seen with Zach Eflin of the Tampa Bay Rays. And again, it's only one start. Could be a little bit of noise in there, but he had really big spin rate increases basically across the board. And he was a guy who changed his pitch arsenal. So last year, Zach Eflin, 55% fastballs and sinkers. In his first start of 2023, 33.8% fastballs and sinkers. Big increase in cutter usage, more changeups, more curveballs. Guys did not hit his curveball last year. 
guys hit the cutter a little bit, but that's a fairly new pitch for Eflin. The Rays are a really smart team, right? They're going to figure this out and optimize his arsenal. So as I see something like that, I start thinking to myself, I have to reevaluate this guy. I have to look at this guy differently. And you need data points to do that. You need starts. You need something to analyze. So with a guy like Eflin or a guy like Gilbert, all of a sudden in the span of one start, my mind is my, you know, spidey senses are tingling. I, I'm kind of had my interest peaked on those two guys. And, you know, Eflin's obviously in a big favorite role against the A's today, but when he faces a better lineup, say the Yankees or the Blue Jays or something, if this is his new arsenal with fewer fastballs, more breaking stuff, higher spin rates, he has a much better chance of competing against those types of lineups. So I start thinking, can I get him as a small favorite? Can I get him as an underdog? And I'm trying to create profiles of all of these pitchers early on in the season here. It does keep my volume a little bit lower, but I'm playing the long game, right? How many times have you heard baseball's a marathon, not a sprint? How many times have you heard that? How many times have you heard that just in a betting context in general? So that's kind of where I come from and what I'm doing early on in the season here as I'm getting these starts. And I'm not overreacting to one start, but when I see spin rate increases early in the year or velocity increases where guys are typically lagging with velocity and spin because it's cold or they're not built up or whatever else, those are things I file away. Those are things that I make notes on. And that brings me to the one play that I have here for Friday's card, and it is an underdog money line, and it is the Houston Astros. So the Houston Astros, you can find them anywhere from plus 115 to as high as plus 124, it looks like, in the market, although that is a number exclusive to a Vegas sports book out here. But Sonny Gray, so I was on Sonny Gray on the run line against Jordan Lyles when the Twins were playing the Royals last week. Uh, the Twins did win that game two to nothing, so the run line got there, but it probably shouldn't have. When you look at Sonny Gray from that start, it was not pretty. His spin rates were down substantially on all of his pitches. His curveball was down almost 500 RPM. His fastball was down 249 RPM. Changeup was down. Cutter was down. Slider was down. And when you look at that start for him, he got very lucky. He gave up 10 batted balls of 95-plus miles per hour. He walked four. He only struck out one, yet somehow didn't give up a run. So I'm fading Sonny Gray here today. I took the Astros at plus money. Again, it's plus 115 at DraftKings, but you can shop around, find plus 118, plus 120, something like that. It will be plus 115 in the article and in the tracking sheet because I am using DraftKings numbers. But Gray's expected batting average in that start was 362, expected slugging 526. He has a 167 batting average against. Gave up two singles and a double in that start. He got very, very lucky relative to the poor quality of his stuff, the poor uh, control that he showed, and also the hard contact he gave up. So I'm fading him today against a better Houston lineup. And for Jose Urquidy, he's fine. You know, he's, he's kind of a fly ball guy. Maybe the cold weather sort of helps him out a little bit. He's had some issues with the long ball before. But it's rare to find the Astros as a regular season dog against a non-elite starting pitcher and a non-elite team. Sonny Gray is not an elite starter, and the Twins are not an elite team. They could be very good. They could very well win the Central Division, but they're not what I would classify as elite. And with Sonny Gray, the under-the-hood numbers looked really bad 
compared to the stat line that he finished with. So the Astros plus 115, uh, the official play in the article. But again, as I said, shop around for the best prices. That wraps up what I hope has been a good week here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. As I mentioned at the top, rate, review, subscribe, sending virtual hugs for those five star reviews. Get to a baseball game this weekend if you can. If you live in a city or you live in at least close enough proximity, go check one out. Hell, even go check out a college game. Uh, those are pretty fun uh, as well. So, you know, enjoy your weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Be smart. Uh, I'll be back with you again on Monday with another edition of VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.